You're listening to the Million Praying Moms podcast, where we believe every mom is uniquely designed by God, but also a part of something much bigger than she could ever be alone. We're authors and moms, Erin Mooring and Brooke McLaughlin, and we're here to help you make prayer your first and best response to the challenges of parenting. Tune in each week to real life conversations with the experts about real issues Christian parents face today. If you're ready to learn practical ways to focus on Christ as you seek wisdom and hope for the difficult job of raising children in today's world, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Prayer Mentoring Monday on the Million Praying Moms podcast. I'm your co-host, Brooke McLaughlin, and I'm here this morning with our Million Praying Moms mentoring mom, Gina Smith, to offer not just tips for surviving the challenges of motherhood, but to help you learn to pray through them as a gospel-centered mom. So let's jump right into today's episode, Gina. Today, we are talking about what we can do when our children have a hard time listening to and receiving instruction. Every mom who has repeated herself over and over and over again, only to have her child say, what? Or, huh? is saying a big amen right now. So tell us what to do. Hey friends, before we jump into today's show, Erin and I wanted to let you know about something new at Million Praying Moms. The COVID season of history has been hard on us all. Many ministries like ours have folded or found themselves completely reinventing the way they reach their audience. Million Praying Moms has not gone unaffected by the economic downturn the world has faced because of this deadly virus. And yet, God has been faithful. We're still here helping moms make prayer their first and best response to the challenges of parenting. And we thank God for providing for us every step of the way. Amen. For over a year, we've been asking the Lord to show us how to invite you, our online family, into what God's doing here in a deeper way, giving you insider glimpses and providing helpful resources to meet Christian families right where they are with a message of hope. And we wanted to find a way to invite you to give on a financial level that best suits your family's needs, partnering with us to make sure we can keep going. Today, we'd like to introduce you to our new membership offer through Patreon. If you enjoy this podcast, our prayer journals, daily prayers on social media, books, and other products, please consider joining at the tier level that fits you best. The first level, simply called One in a Million, is just a $1 donation per month. In return, we'll put you and your family on our monthly prayer list. Erin and I will actually stop and pray for you once each month by name. The next level, called Praying Parents, is only $10 per month and is the value-packed option. We've stuffed it with all of our favorite things like a monthly scripture-based prayer calendar, a 15% off coupon code for the Christian Mom Shop where you can get all of your praying mom gear, prayer journals, and more. And this discount code is good anytime on any product in the shop. In addition to all that goodness, you'll receive everything we've already mentioned, plus a top secret just for you, private 20-minute-ish bonus podcast. Our focus for these is helping you know how to pray through the various seasons and current events you encounter. They're intended to touch on the issues that are important to you as parents, and from time to time might touch on more sensitive subjects than we typically share on the larger podcast. 
And finally, for those who want to make Million Praying Moms a higher priority in their giving, we have our Inner Circle, which costs $100 a month. Reserved for those who would like to be a part of the Million Praying Moms Inner Circle, this tier, in addition to benefits from lower tiers, brings with it a behind-the-curtain relationship with us, your co-founders, Brooke McLaughlin and Erin Mooring. You get access to a monthly prayer circle where we pray for you and you pray for the needs of the ministry. A monthly Q&A with B&E or Brooke and Erin, where you can ask anything of myself and Brooke related to motherhood, prayer, online ministry, business, etc. And a free physical copy of Everyday Prayers for the Ages and Stages by Brooke McLaughlin and the Million Praying Moms writers. Support the show you've come to know and love and enjoy a deeper experience of the community behind Million Praying Moms. It's really a win-win. To learn more about partnering with us this way, simply visit millionprayingmoms.com forward slash Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. We can't wait to see you there. Oh, yes. I remember this well. In fact, I can remember it causing a lot of conflict in our home at times. And I can remember feeling like nothing I did was working. So I can relate to this, even though my kids are not in my house anymore. It was so frustrating when I had to repeat myself over and over again, or when they weren't listening, or when they would resist my instruction. I just remember that frustration. So I think it's probably a common problem in most families. Which probably means there's a common solution, right? So if this is an issue that most families encounter, it leads me to believe it's an issue of the heart. And that means there's probably an answer somewhere in God's word for how to approach it. Yes, uh, I would say you're 100% right. But I think that um, although we should always consider the hearts of our children, um, I think we also need to uh, be sure that we eliminate practical reasons that they may not be listening to us before we go into a deep dive into the recesses of their souls, you know? <laughs> so for example, ask yourself if you're getting the full attention of your child. I remember um, getting to the point, uh, especially with one of my children, where I would say the, the child's name and then I would say, now look at my face. And I would wait until they looked at me and then I'd give an instruction and have them repeat the instruction. That way I knew that they had really heard me. I did that a lot when my kids were younger with one of them in particular, who I legitimately think struggled to listen to me. I would kneel down on his level and sometimes even hold his face, not mm. like not grabbing him or hurting him in any way, but firmly. And I would say his name over and over again until I knew I had his attention. And now that they're teenagers, it's a bit different. Um, just like I did when I was their age, they love to listen to music with headphones on. And I literally sometimes have to pull a headphone out of their ears to make sure that they hear me. And I do try to show some mercy there, but I personally have a hard time paying attention to more than one thing at a time. If I'm really zoned into what I'm doing, I've been in the same boat that they're in, not hearing what they say to me. So it's an easy thing to do. Yeah. Yes, it, it really is easy to do. And that leads me nicely into my next practical question, which is, do you give them enough warning and transition time from what they are focusing on to focus on what you want to say to them? Um, I tried to get into the habit of saying, when you are finished with what you are doing, I need to talk with you or something like that. In fact, I still do that with my children and with my husband, even though my children are gone. 
out of my house, if I call one of my kids on the phone, I will always ask if I'm interrupting something or when they're done with whatever they're doing, they can give me a call back. It's, an, it's easy to have an agenda in our minds and forget that they are people who are surrounded by distractions and things that are weighing heavy on their mind. I think it also shows them that we respect them when we give them the time to mentally transition to what we want to say to them. You know, that's often my problem. I don't multitask well. In fact, when I'm writing, I usually do it when no one is at home and I wear headphones. And I can't listen to music that has words in it. I really prefer piano music or instrumental music. In fact, here's a little nugget for you. I've written every single book with the music of David Nevue as my backdrop. He's a a pianist that I really love. And, And if I find it that difficult to pay attention to more than one thing at a time, it really, as a parent, should give me pause or at least some grace as I help my own kids. So I'm, I'm really feeling convicted now. Like I struggle with this. So I probably ought to give them some grace when they struggle. Yeah, I know. I feel convicted too. Um, <laughs> parenting is as much about getting our own hearts right as it is helping our children see theirs for sure. And it's about never forgetting that we are dealing with individuals. I think that's really important to remember no matter what age they are, that it's not about us and our agenda, but it's about that we are dealing with individuals. Um, I wrote a little bit about that in my book, Grace Gifts, because I believe that it's actually a gift that we give our children when we intentionally tune in and show them respect in this way. So if you're doing all of these things, if you're being careful to get their attention and give them transition time to focus on you and they still fail to listen or they resist your instruction, there may be a heart attitude that needs to be addressed. Pride doesn't like to be told what to do even in the smallest of ways. Pride doesn't like to obey. Pride resists instructions. (laughs) It's never too early to begin teaching them what the scriptures say about our prideful, sinful hearts and the only thing that can rescue us from its control. Yeah, one of the things I've tried to do with my boys is teach them that there are really only two kinds of men. And I'm using the word men here to mean mankind. So for you girl moms out there, it definitely applies to us as well. The foolish man, that's one kind, the foolish man says in his heart, there is no God and acts like a law unto himself. That's straight out of Psalm 14, one, but there is another kind of man and that's the wise man. And the wise man fears and obeys God. And that is from quite literally all over the Psalms and Proverbs. So there's a wise man and a foolish man, and we aren't always just one or the other. Mm -hmm. Every moment of every day, the choices we make can be either wise or foolish prideful choices are foolish. I bet I pray almost every day that God will help my boys make wise decisions instead of foolish ones. And even those of us who are wise at our core, because God has made us that way over time, can still make foolish decisions sometimes. And believe me, they have done that plenty of times. (laughs) So, But I hope that they're hearing my voice in their ear when they do, reminding them that there's always that choice. Mm. That's so good. You know, and if you notice a pattern of resisting instruction in your child's life, You can pray for an opportunity to sit down and discuss your concerns with them. Um, When the opportunity comes, then we need to be ready to share what God says about their behavior. And I think it's just as important that we explain that we struggle with the same thing at times and that we understand what it's like to not want to accept instruction. And then I think it's a great idea to ask your child if they have any ideas of how you can work on this together. I had a similar conversation with one of my sons the other day, and I finally just asked him, 
how do you want me to hold you accountable for this behavior? So this particular son is 14 and it's, it's not the same as asking a toddler, right? You, you can't ask a toddler for a well thought out answer or what they want you to do or how they want you to hold them accountable. But my 14 year old is old enough to understand reason and I expect him to try. So I wanted him to be involved in how we move forward together over this particular issue. And I'm not really sure when we hit that place with him, but for the moms listening who might be wondering, I think you'll recognize it when it comes and, you know, it could be earlier or later for your child, but there will be a time when you can go to your child and say, let's figure out how we can work on this together. Yeah, you can. And then I think too, praying for wisdom to know when Mm -hmm. you can begin doing that with your child is important. Um, I think it's so important that our kids know that we are working with them on this issue and that we understand their struggle. I also think there can come a time that they can hold us accountable in some areas as well. They need to know that we are in this process of growth with them. Yeah, that's a tough one. And I think I'm, you know, starting to see some of that in my kids. They will, they will call me out sometimes and say, why are you really mad mom? Or why, what's happening that's making you react this way? And it doesn't necessarily feel great to have your kid do that, but it's also a gift because I want them to look at my heart. I want them to see how God is moving in my life. And I want to be an example uh, to my children that I don't always get everything right, but God can change me from the inside out. Gina, this has, as always been so, so good. So much food for thought and prayer. Um, You can find out how to follow Gina online in our show notes. And don't forget that you can also get weekday scripture inspired prayers for your children when you follow the Million Praying Moms account on Instagram. Be sure to check out the amazing ways we are supporting you as a praying mom inside of our new Patreon membership. There's info about it in our show notes, again, at millionprayingmoms.com. Thanks again, guys. We are so glad that you're with us and we'll see you next time for another episode of Prayer Mentoring Mondays. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of the Million Praying Moms podcast. You can connect with other praying moms by following us on Instagram at Million Praying Moms or in the Million Praying Moms community at millionprayingmoms.com, where you'll find links and show notes for each podcast episode. And remember, with each new episode, we offer five free scripture-based prayers based on that show's topic. Simply visit www.millionprayingmoms.com and sign up to get yours sent to your inbox right away. Till next time. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. God looks at your heart, not your gene size. Do you know the verses yet still stress over your body? Oh, I get it. I was raised in church, but I struggled with food, eating disorders, and my body for decades. I'm Heather Creekmore, host of the Compared to You podcast, where we talk about all things body image and comparison from a biblical perspective. We get real about the pressure to focus on appearance in a culture where looks seem to matter most. Whether you're wrestling wrinkles or battling the scale, Compared to Who is the show for you. You'll laugh a little and be encouraged a lot. If you're ready to stop comparing and start living, visit lifeaudio.com to listen and subscribe.